Oh, mate, it's great to be chatting to you guys. I've missed you. Oh, everybody's missed you. It was Jeff only Wilson. a few days ago. Yeah, no, it's always good, mate. Hey, so we're off the back of that one, and, uh, you know, articles leading up to it this week. I think uh, Liam Napier was hoping, like, well, this might be the weekend for the backlash. Didn't happen against Scotland, and they nearly got their, their big moment at the end there, mate. So it's, is it going to come against Wales? Because I understand the task will be way different with, without Rico Ioane there. Yeah, look, there's no doubt about it that um, for most of the game, uh, they were outplayed, the All Blacks, this weekend. And look, everyone's been waiting for that breakout performance. But the reality is, three years ago, they came uh, to uh, Murrayfield, and it was a very, very similar type of result. It was just hard work. You talk to the players afterwards. It was a difficult test match where Scotland played exceptionally well. The All Blacks tried to get their game going and Scotland refused to allow them to do that. And, you know, every time they got their hands on the ball, Scotland looked dangerous. Stuart Hogg was just outstanding. Um, so as a team, the Scotland side has come a long, long way. We all, we all sort of knew that. We just didn't know how far. And I think they've benefited from some very, very good coaching um, and Vern Cotter in the past and Gregor Townsend now and also Dave Rennie being over uh, over here and the work he's done with a lot of those Glasgow players just shows you that Scotland are a force to be reckoned with and the All Blacks are coming to the end of a difficult, difficult season. And the Scots just came out with that intent right from the start, Jeff, didn't they? With the, with the quick passing and their ball movement and everything was done at speed. Did you think in those opening minutes, man, I don't know whether they can maintain this for 80? Well, look, that's the way they've been playing for quite some time now. And I think they were prepared to do that. And they know how to do that. And they've got good athletes who work hard. And they are resilient. So, look, I'm, I'm not surprised they were able to do it. Look, it was an incredibly fast game of the previous week against Samoa. Um, it was actually even more high tempo. We've got to remember there were a lot of stoppages in this game, though. When the ball was in play, yes, it was fast. But there were a number of penalties um, that did break this game up. Uh, free kicks obviously TMO decisions, all those sort of things did slow the tempo of the game down and you know the expectations were that they would fall off but no they didn't and the All Blacks had to make another couple of hundred tackles in a game and that's where you know they've got to be really concerned is the fact that at the moment it, it appears as though they're sort of holding on rather than putting themselves in the game. Well the, the guy who's been a difference maker for them and I think has been every time he's touched the ball this season is Rico Ioane so he's out of the game uh, Luke Romano's going to be out of the game as well I suppose Romano is a little more straightforward to replace because Tui Pelotu I, I thought has looked pretty good Scott Barrett's you know got plenty of experience as well but that wing spot man who's your front runner to replace Rico and why? I mean that is a great that is a great question because you look at the options and, and what's available to them do they are they prepared to make a reshuffle and, and uh, do you start saying Lehman Sopoanga and you put Damian McKenzie on the wing or is it uh, Seta Timonivalu who gets that shot on the left-hand side? And but Who's my guess? Honestly, I don't know. This is, you know, when you, when you think of the guys who aren't here and we know Ben Smith and Israel Dagg, they're not, they're not, uh, haven't been available for this end of year at all. All of a sudden, a position, look, I think if Julian Sevilla was here, you'd have to consider him, but he's not. Mm. Um, so now it's, is it Matt Duffy? Do they move Waisaki Naholo across? Look, the, this is the, one of the big ones, right? They're going to miss Rico Yuani. I would say this, though. I mean, for the want of, you know, uh, if we didn't have the two fantastic plays from Sonny Bill Williams, this would have been a vastly different game. Now, here's a guy that cops far, far too much criticism, and he hasn't got enough credit for the fact that he doesn't make that fantastic offload at the back of his hand to McKenzie, or he doesn't put that fantastic kick through for them to score. This could have been a different result. So, you know, in terms of, yes, we'll miss Rico Yuani, we'll miss his explosiveness. But we shouldn't forget there's plenty of other guys who are out there great. In particular, for me, Sonny Bill, he ended up being the difference uh, in this game. 
Do you expect any fireworks this week? Any niggle between Gatland and Hanson? Oh, yeah. Oh, it's going to be fun, isn't it? This is going to be fun. And I do expect some. I expect that, um, you know, Warren Gatland is, is probably going to try and push some buttons. Uh, and at the moment, you'd have to say there are some buttons to be pushed because this isn't the all-black team at its very best. This is an all-black team that is struggling to play its game who are getting challenged. Uh, look, Steve Hansen has admitted that the gap is closed. Um, got to remember, though, this is a vastly different all-black side than probably a lot of us expected to be named at, at this time of the year. There's a lot of experience who are not there and they've lost some more in Luke Romano. So, look, I think there are a number of things that are going to happen this week, but it's going to be fun to be a part of over here and uh, we should sit back and enjoy it just like we did during the Lions series. Look, Warren Gatlin is continuing to try and prove a point against... Um, the All Blacks, and he'll get one last chance this season to do it. Uh, now, uh, a guy who, as we understand it, is going to say, no, nah, I'm not going to have a chance with the All Blacks. I think I'm heading up north to play in England, is Brad Shields. What do you make of that, and what do you know about it? Yeah, my understanding is that Brad is, has, um, may have even been talked about uh, being in and around one of games here on this tour, one of those uh, midweek games, the midweek game, and, and his decision was that it looks as though he's going to head up to... Uh, Northern Hemisphere and make himself available for England. So, look, look, what do I think about it? Look, here's a guy who's been outstanding for uh, Wellington, been outstanding for the Hurricanes, who's never really got that opportunity at the next level. Um, he, in his mind, probably has done everything he possibly could to get that opportunity, and it hasn't come his way. And there have been some guys in front of him um, who, who have had that chance. And that's a difficult one. He was in a position where there was so much congestion, where you need some versatility, um, and you've got guys like, um, obviously, Liam Squire, You've got uh, guys like Artie Savia who can play a number of positions. Kieran Reid can play in the blind side flank. You've had Jerome Kano there for a long time. So I can understand um, him looking at it and going, what are my best opportunities long-term? And those may be um, in, in Europe. Um, so he'll be missed, though, absolutely, both in that Hurricanes and um, uh, Wellington environment. And it'll be sad to see him go offshore, but you can't, you can't blame him. Do you like leek soup? I do like soup. Well, you'll you'll soon find out. It'll be made of leek. What is it? That beer they have over there? Brains. It'll be leaking brains. It'll be lovely. Leek soup. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Jeff, for parting. Thank you for Uh, using your brain to talk to us. Cheers, Uh, mate. Every so often. All right, guys.